This is the best of investing on AM 1220 KDOW, the show that brings you valuable information about real estate, the financial markets, and other economic business of the day. Your host, Edward Brown, is a nationally recognized expert on money and investing who has appeared on CNN and has published numerous articles in national business magazines and newspapers. Now, your host for the best of investing. Edward Brown. Welcome. You're listening to The Best of Investing. I'm your host, Edward Brown, along with my co-hosts, Mark Honf of Pacific Private Money and Nam Fon of Pacific Private Money. Our phone number is 888-912-1190. Use that number to answer the trivia questions for a five-pack tanning certificate given away during this show. The certificates are not sponsored by the radio station, but by Tan Bella Tanning Salon with two locations, one in San Francisco and one in Marin. Uh, today's trivia theme is entertainment. Uh, Mark, why don't you start us off? Uh, you we had a big event recently. Hello, everyone. As a reminder, I'm Mark Hoff, president of Pacific Private Money. We are based in San Francisco. We're an alternative finance provider, an alternative real estate finance provider for real estate investors and consumers in California. Uh, we lend mostly in the Bay Area here. We're kind of a regional expert on people for, for people who need short-term financing for their real estate transactions. And we also serve our investor clientele. We provide nice yields to people through uh, our mortgage pool fund and through direct trust deed investments. We're able to um, pay out a little over, well, a little under 8% on the fund and a little bit more than that on some trust deed investments. So we're, you know, we're kind of a, you know, boutique uh, capital company that uh, uh, provides uh, services to both investors uh, who have money to invest and, and to people who need to borrow money for a short term. And, and give us the question that people keep asking you. <laughs> yeah. And, and so, um, you know, at Pacific Private Money, uh, uh, we have, uh, you know, prospective investors that come in. In fact, this past week, we met with several, and, and uh, one came in with her, her long laundry list of questions. And, and it's funny because the, the typical question people ask when they're considering investing in an alternative uh, fund investment like uh, the Pacific Private Money Fund is, why do people, why would anybody borrow money at, at 9% when they can get it from the bank at 4 or 5 And that's just a very typical question. So um, <laughs> the reason it, it, people ask that is because I, I guess what's happening is that not everybody out there and, you know, you guys listening, you know, when was the last time you went to a bank for money? You know, was it? 2005, <laughs> when anybody could get a bank loan for just about anything, it was the the fog of mirror era, you know. But it's been more than ten years since yeah. you could get bank financing, you know, solely based on a FICO score and a bunch of lies that you put on a piece of on a loan <laughs> application, right. which a lot of people did. It was you know the liar loans and the ninja loans, you know, no job, no income, no no anything. It's just stated income, stated income, right? Exactly. So those days are gone, and and you know unless you actually tried to borrow money from a bank in the last couple of years, um, you probably don't know just how difficult it is. In fact, I will um, characterize it as being insulting and humiliating <laughs> to try to get a mortgage from a bank today. Um, now, I'm speaking personally that it's insulting and humiliating because if you're self-employed like I am, if you own your own business, if you recently switched jobs, if your income goes up and down uh, or is just inconsistent, it, it could still be a lot of money. But if you made 500000 one year, then 300000 then 700000 exactly. trust yeah. me, you will find the process of getting a mortgage 
extremely frustrating and humiliating yeah. and insulting. It's just what they want us. What, what banks want to see from you to make you a loan is that you've been in the same job forever, yeah. um, and you make a good W two income that doesn't vary. Yep. Your credit is stellar, and that. They can give you that list of 37 things they want, and you can turn around and give it to them, and then you'll get your loan. But if you're like most people and you've got, you know, you're, you're moving around, you got things happening, you got, uh, like, like I said earlier, you're self-employed, I mean, good luck. It is just, right. I got so angry with my mortgage broker staff the last time I tried to refinance my home. I gave up, and I'm not going to go back to them ever again. It's I, just I, Well, it's I, remember, I remember a few years ago, this one guy uh, made... I think it was eight hundred thousand, and then uh, when the economy got hit, he only made six hundred thousand. But six hundred thousand would have been enough by itself to make mm-hmm. a lo- to get the loan. But because it was trending down, that was what the uh, bank said. So really? had he made six hundred thousand for two years in a row, he would have been fine. So the alternative finance industry has exploded in the last five years, thanks to Dodd Frank and all the new regulations that make it really difficult to get bank financing today if you're not the perfect borrower. Uh, and also crowdfunding, the legalization of crowdfunding in 2013 uh, made it easy to raise private capital to do all kinds of things, including make real estate loans like we do at uh, Pacific Private Money. So the investors that come around and say, hey, why would anybody pay 9%? Well, guess what? We make it easy. We don't require a lot of paperwork. And we rescue deals for people who want to buy property uh, and, uh, and want to close, need to close, and can't close using bank financing. We're plan B when plan A fails. We'll pick up the conversation because uh, we've got a quick break. We've got to we take sure care. Do. But uh, um, we're going to get a little bit more into why, why, the, why the explosion in the alternative finance industry. All right. Here's our first trivia question. We're talking entertainment. Who played the role of Catwoman in the 1992 movie Batman Returns? Call 888-912-1190. If you're the first caller with the correct answer, you're going to win that tanning certificate. And I want to make a quick mention here for Beach Blanket Babylon. If you haven't gone, they are a lot of fun, make a lot of parody. Uh, they, they, they do with the Splash Brothers and Trump and everyone you can think of. All right, that's our trivia question. Who played the role of Catwoman in the 1992 movie Batman Returns? Don't touch that dial. The best to invest. You'll be right back. For more information on this program, call 888-912-1190. That's 888-912-1190. Or visit bestofinvesting.com. Now, back to the Best of Investing with your host, Edward Brown. Welcome back to the Best of Investing. Again, I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with Mark Honf and Nam Fon of Pacific Private Money. First trivia question, who played the role of Catwoman in the 1992 movie Batman Returns? You know, I keep thinking Halle Berry, but she had her own movie, so that wasn't it. No, but Mr. Uh, Michelle Pfeiffer, Pfeiffer, that is right. That's right. Good old Michelle. So I started off on, uh, we were going to talk a little bit about an event uh, that we had at Pacific Private Money last week, and I went off on a a five-minute rant uh, (laughs) against bank financing or about how bank financing is so much more difficult these days. And uh, because a lot of investors uh, that we're talking to, you know, even though, you know, alternative investment has been expanding, it's been growing, crowdfunding has resulted in a lot of new companies that have uh, entered the marketplace. Uh, You've heard of a lot of these. You hear their ads on the radio. You see their new flashy websites. Uh, it's just, there's a lot of people out there. Not, there, I should say there's a lot of companies out there, a lot of, a lot of new companies, a lot of non-bank companies who are willing to lend you money for real estate transactions and charge you, in California, the average rate's right around 9%. Sometimes you can get a little bit less, uh, sometimes a little bit more, but, you know, alternative finance 
financing, a.k.a. private money, used to be called hard money, you know, about 9%. Bank financing, low four still. So we're a little bit double than that. Uh, the question that we get constantly, who borrows that kind of money? And, you know, the answer is, is, you know, people who need a solution when bank financing has failed them. And so we are going to have examples uh, during the show. We've got a couple of examples. We actually shared them at our fund appreciation, fund member appreciation dinner last week. We had over 100 attendees at the Spinnaker in Sausalito. It was a lot of fun. And And, uh, uh, we regaled them with stories of how their money was making a positive impact in the communities of uh, the Bay Area because we, you know, we're basically in business because bank financing has gotten more difficult. And most of the loans we do are not to people with ruined credit and one foot in bankruptcy. That's what hard money used to be because yeah. most people years ago could get bank financing very easily. No, that's not the case at all. What, what happens today is that you're in contract to buy a home and your mortgage broker told you, oh, you're good to go. Uh, no problem. You're pre-qualified for bank financing. But because you've got one of those situations like your employment has uh, not been steady for three years or you switch jobs or you know something happened, you're self-employed, whatever, and all of a sudden you find out, hmm, that bank financing is not going to close. And now you've got a deposit that's non-refundable. And you're not only going to lose the transaction, but you lose the $50,000 you put up non-refundable. Yep. So a lot of situations where where um, where people need our type of financing, not just the fix and flippers, which we still lend to as well today. But that's actually a, a declining portion of our monthly loan portfolio that we're that we're lending on is uh, fewer flippers and more you know home buyers that just have found competing in this marketplace is uh, uh, is difficult unless you have uh, money ready at hand and that's what we that's what we provide people with and there's a uh, there's a reason why the fund has 35 million dollars uh, in it uh, you've been able to raise money is because you've been consistently being able to provide returns above seven and a half percent and what, and what Edward just mentioned yeah. is 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 Pacific private money is a is a uh, licensed California real estate broker and we have a fund called the Pacific Private Money Fund. It's a 506 Reg D fund for the nerds out there who knows what, who know what that <laughs> means. Uh, and we raise capital from accredited investors. And our historical returns for the last four years are right around 8%. And, of course, past performance is not a promise of future results. Although we believe, based on what we understand uh, uh, is happening in the economy and especially in the real estate market uh, in 2018, as we predicted, we believe that we're going to continue to uh, that the fund is going to be able to continue to provide those types of returns in the high sevens uh, and low eight percents. And for more information, you're going to want to contact us at PacificPrivateMoney.com or call us at 415-883-2150 for more information. It is uh, a lot of people still say to us, it sounds too good to be true. What are the risks? And we can talk about a few of those later. But Nam, you've got uh, a little story about uh, um, little uh, some deals of the week. Deals of the week, yeah. 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 Some, some recent loans that we just funded. Yeah, and after we, you know, I'll go through a couple of these, and after we go through, I think hopefully our 
audience will understand better why some people don't qualify for bank financing. But um, first one is a retired couple. And there are going to be a lot more of these as, as the baby boomer generation retires and downsizes. Mm-hmm. In this case, it was a couple in um, the Silicon Valley. They were downsizing. They wanted to move out of a two-story home into a single story, smaller footprint, uh, smaller square foot in a Gulf community. So they were in contract for a home that was $1.1 million. And their current home was on the market for two point six. So uh, I think they owned it free and clear. They did own it free and clear, too. So they were in a really, really strong position. Uh, The challenge was their home that was 2.6 was not yet in contract. So they were nervous about having the funds um, that they were expecting from the sale of the home to to purchase the the 1.1. So we were able to provide a loan to them for that 1.1. Yeah, because ordinarily they would just go to a bank and say, "Listen, I've got a house that's free and clear. Right, lend me a million one." Yeah. So, but as retirees, they have a limited income. They didn't require from an income standpoint. So that's strike they didn't one. Qualify so they didn't qualify for income. Yeah. Right. Yes. So strike one uh, and, and a major strike. And probably that's the only strike that's needed, right, (laughs) Uh, from a conventional lender. And you know what? We work with our conventional lending peers all the time. It's a common sense scenario for them, but their hands are tied. So individually, they can't, you know, make that decision. So in this case, we can. We we provided the loan. Um, They, you know, went into contract or they closed and they can move in their home now, their new home. Meantime, their home that's 2.6 is on the market. When it closes... They'll take the proceeds probably to pay us off completely. They won't need to refi. They'll be debt-free. Yeah. And, and the point is, is that most real estate transactions actually do close. or those, Most real estate transactions that close with financing in the United States close with bank financing. That, that, right. that is still true today. But a growing percentage, much higher than 10 years ago, I don't know what the multiplier is, but it, it, is, a, it is way more higher percentage than, than it was 10 years ago, have challenges closing using bank financing, which is why alternative financing has been growing uh, hand over fist for the last five years. Well, you know, when we come back, uh, well, let's get into the risks of the fund, because the audience hears uh, 8% sounds too good to be true. You know, I want to know what the risks are. All right. <clears throat> Excuse me. Second trivia question. Who was J.R. Ewing's brother on the TV show Dallas? What was his name? On the show. You don't have to give his real name. name. The The show, yeah, the show name. All right. And want to make a quick mention here for uh, Alcatraz Cruises. Buy one, get one free ticket promotion available on select dates through February 7th. That's coming up here. Alcatraz Cruises has partnered up with several waterfront amusements and special offers. Um, So check them out, sfwinteronthewaterfront.com to secure coupons and instructions or visit alcatrazcruises.com for tickets to The Rock. All right, 888-912-1190 to answer this question. Who was J.R. Ewing's brother on the TV show Dallas? Don't touch that dial. The best of investing will be right back. For more information on this program, call 888-912-1190. That's 888-912-1190, or visit bestofinvesting.com. Now, back to the Best of Investing with your host, Edward Brown. Welcome back to the Best of Investing. One more time, I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with Mark Honf and Nam Fon of Pacific Private Money. Second trivia question, who was J.R. Ewing's brother on the TV show Dallas? You know, I wasn't a fan of the show, so I can't answer that one. The actor was Patrick Duffy, right? Uh, correct. Yeah. What was his name on the show? Joe. <laughs> yeah. um, you know his real name, but you don't know the name no. on the show. Bobby. <laughs> Bobby. Bobby Ewing. 
All right, uh, Mark, we uh, tease the audience a little bit about uh, showing them how they could earn close to 8% secured by Bay Area mortgages in your Pacific Private Money Fund. Let's talk a little bit about the risks, and then we'll have Nam pop, pipe in with another uh, example. Well, what's important to understand when you're assessing, you know, that, you know, what are the risks? What's the risk in investing in a mortgage pool fund? You have to look at the types of loans they're making. So we just talked about how, you know, hard money loans 20 years ago were basically the types of loans that that were made to people with bad credit, uh, you know, financial distress. You know, one foot in bankruptcy, or you know, and not all of them. I mean, there were still there's still a lot of loans that were being made. You know, junior liens, seconds, those were really popular to people with equity. And then when the when the market crashed, that equity disappeared, and a lot of people who invested in those notes, including other funds, lost money. Um, but really, you know, what it, it's a it's a whole different market demand nowadays uh, in the alternative finance space. Uh, Like we talked about, there are a lot of situations where because of the new regulations on bank financing and the fact that if you're a retiree and even if you have tons of equity in your home, let's say you want to borrow money to uh, uh, remodel it and and to sell it, the bank's probably going to say no because their hands are tied on their ability to make you you loans now. It's, it's it's, It's really night and day. So you want to look at when you're assessing the risk of investing in a mortgage pool fund, you want to look at the types of loans that the company is making. So at Pacific Private Money, most of our loans that we make are for durations of one year or less. The need for the money is short term. And we know that real estate prices don't move quickly. Uh, so like you know, when, the market, when the real estate market crashes, as we sometimes refer to as what happened in 2008, it really didn't crash. It just kept going down for an extended period of time. It was a long decline. So, and we were making short-term loans, uh, one-year loans in in 2008 and 2009, 2010, and the market was still trending down. And we had no loan losses because they were short-term. And they we made loans to people who had a who had a need and a strategy to use that money for either a profit or they were going to get conventional financing. So, that two things are going to happen when we make you a loan. We're going to verify that you're either going to sell the property within a short period of time, and we define short is, you know, a year or less, uh, or you've got uh, an exit strategy for conventional financing. And we talk to your mortgage broker and he says, once this, this, and this happens, we're going to be able to get in bank financing and, and take you out. And so that's, that's the business model we have now. That's different than just saying, Hey, uh, Mr. Lender, I've got equity in my home. Will you lend to me? Well, how are you going to pay us back? Oh, well, I don't know. But, uh, you know, one of these days something will happen. I'll pay you back. That's your your problem, Mr. Lender. (laughs) Right. And a lot of of equity-only loans, as those are called, which is how the term hard money came about, were made just like that. Hey, you know, the the lender didn't care uh, how you were going to pay it back. It uh, it just, you better pay me back in the term of the loan or I'm going to take your property. So we don't make equity-only loans like that. We make loans... with the strategy. So, so what's the risk? Well, the risk is, is that, you know, we're making stupid loans and we don't make stupid loans. We make loans to people who have a verifiable need and a verifiable way to repay us back either through the sale of the property or through a conventional mortgage. So, so given that, you know, uh, we also get questions about what, you know, what happens if the real estate market crashes again, like it did in 2007, eight, nine. And well, 
we don't think that's going to happen. We know there's going to be another cycle. We know there's going to be another cycle probably in the, sometime in the next three years. And what do I mean by that? I mean, it's going to change from what's currently a seller's market to a buyer's market. Uh, and in that cycle, are real estate prices likely to, to decline? Well, that's usually what happens in a cycle. Real yep. estate prices decline. Are they likely to decline uh, anywhere near as much as they did in the last cycle? Well, the last cycle was a credit bubble. Money was basically free and easy to get, and that created a bubble in prices. And when that that credit bubble exploded, real estate prices declined, and in some markets precipitously. Well, we don't have a credit bubble, and we're not likely to have a credit bubble in the next few years, but again, the business cycle being what it is, we can expect the cycle to go down. But we don't think it's going to go down more than 5 or 10%, maybe 15%, but even if it went down 20%, the weighted average loan-to-value of loans in our fund is 60%, little little under 60% actually. Now we've got some 70% loans in there and some 40 and 50% loans. We don't think in any of the loans that we have made, the markets will decline enough to have those loans be what's called underwater. So we believe that there's enough equity, enough protective equity in all of the loans we've made such that even in the next decline, there will be no loss of principal uh, uh, of any of our shareholder principles. So that's really, you know, in assessing the risks, uh, we think that the yields we pay, when you compare those to the safety and security features that um, mortgage investing provides, uh, deeds of trust, hazard insurance, protective equity, uh, and again, for, for more information on, on what, the, what, that, what we mean by that, and you really need uh, to... to, to Check us out. Give us a call. Let us. Uh, we can meet with you over the phone or in person. Uh, we do webinars. We go into. We can go into great deal uh, detail as to how we originate these loans, how we underwrite these loans, why we like certain loans over others, and what loans do we avoid. We actually say no to nine out of ten loan requests that come into our company every day. Nine out of ten. We say no a lot. We're looking for loans that fit our wheelhouses, as uh, we call it. Loans that... um, have the, the, the or that are in marketable neighborhoods and where the borrower has a strategy that will pay us back. We do not like making long-term loans. You know, and if I can add to that too, there's uh, if people want to learn more, as you mentioned, Mark, you can go to our website. But also, if you're in the East Bay on February 7th, so that's uh, just about a week and a half away, uh, we are hosting an event in Walnut Creek. So it's from 5 to 7 p.m. Walnut Creek. Go to our website or call us. Uh, phone number again is 415-883-2150 or www.pacificprivatemoney to register. Will you feed and that's going to be at a restaurant, right? There's going to be yeah, good exactly. food there. Feed me. Yeah, good feed me, food. feed me. We'll feed Edward. Um, <laughs> What's yeah. the restaurant again? Uh, Momo's. Momo's, right? Yeah. 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 Momo's in Walnut Creek. Yeah, nice restaurant, a... good food, some drinks if you'd like. And, yeah. uh, and we give a really nice presentation. It's fun. You know, we're a couple of radio show guys, and so we know how to kind of, you know, make it uh, very listable. You, are, you will not go to sleep during one of our presentations. <laughs> <laughs> or we hit you with a stick. Okay. Um, here's our uh, third trip. Trivia question. Who played the role of Michael Clayton in the 2007 movie by the same name? Right? That's our trivia question. Now, we asked this uh, at the event a couple of days ago. We said, now, please raise your hand. And immediately, people just shouted out. For all what? three questions. I too. know. <laughs> 
not good <laughs> I, listeners. I, I know. And I, I told him ahead of time, I said, now the rules are you can't say anything. Okay. So call 888-912-1190 if you're the first caller with the correct answer. You're going to win that five-pack tanning certificate. Who played the role of Michael Clayton in the 2007 movie by the same name? Don't touch that dial. We're going to be right back. For more information on this program, call 888-912-1190. That's 888-912-1190. Or visit bestofinvesting.com. Now, back to the Best of Investing with your host, Edward Brown. Welcome back to the Best of Investing. Edward Brown here along with Mark Honf and Nam Thon. Who played the role of Michael Clayton in the 2007 movie by the same name? Easy one. George Clooney. George Clooney. Very good. All right. So, Nam, uh, give us another example of loans that you guys have uh, placed. Yeah. So, this is another um, deal of the week. It uh, closed, actually, in Q4. But uh, this is a great story. So, there was a borrower who came to us. Um, They found a property that came on the market. They weren't expecting, actually, to move. um, But it just came up, and and it was literally several homes down the street from the home that they're in. And uh, but they, so they needed to close quickly. Um, they weren't planning again to purchase. Uh, they were planning to maybe list their current home on the market sometime in the spring, but they had just had a family or just had a new child. So they didn't want to go through the hassle right now. Um, but this opportunity came up. It was in Tiburon and they needed the funds. So they, they came to us and said, they couldn't get, number one, they couldn't get bank financing in time uh, because the bank would say, listen, you've got to sell your, your, your current home first. Um, so, so there they, was a speed issue. It was a speed issue, absolutely. Yeah. So they came to us for a $2 million loan to close on a $2.6 million purchase. Hmm. Um, very, very strong, obviously, borrowers um, you know, with great credit score, strong assets. And uh, they, so we, again, we did a loan, crossed uh, the current home that they're in. They were able to close on the purchase. They're able to uh, move in, and they're probably in the process of moving right now. And they're going to put their home on the market in the spring for 2.1. That's you know you can't. It's hard to get that flexibility when you have when you're under pressure to list your current home in order to afford the purchase. You know, when you said something in, in that story, great credit. The we we did a we we measured the average FICO score of the borrowers uh, in, in, in the loans in our fund. So we've got ni- a little over 90 loans in our fund right now. The average FICO score was just under 700. Right. Because, so, yes. again, people yeah. always think that, you know, oh, it's bad, people with bad yeah. credit. Now, we, we review loan applications with people with hammered credit. It might be in the 600s or the, even the high 500s. Uh, and, and, but I will tell you also, sometimes, well, first of all, our average borrower doesn't have hammered credit, yeah, but right. even the ones we do uh, just green light that have hammered credit, it's the nature of the hammered credit. Like, for example, it's not unusual to see someone with uh, with poor credit scores because they had a medical mm-hmm. situation. Yep. They've got unpaid divorce. medical bills, divorce, quick loss of a job. Mm-hmm. That's, yeah. the, that's the funny thing is that I look and I say, I would much rather lend to somebody who has a low FICO score, but lots of equity in their home versus someone who has very little equity in the home but has a 790 FICO because they can get divorced they can have a medical situation they can lose their job that FICO score can down the window and, and also I, if it's new credit I mean there are right, people yeah. I mean my daughter's got great credit yes, are you going to lend her a million bucks yeah people say oh I got great credit well yeah but you don't own anything well you know right. and here's a funny thing is my my credit got 
hammered 50 points. I mean, to me, getting 50 points in two weeks is getting hammered. That is right? hammered. And I had a good credit score to begin with, so mm-hmm. I still have a decent one. But it got hammered 50 points. You know why? Because when I put a furnace in my house, Wells Fargo was offering 0% for five years. I couldn't pass that up. But the thing is, they had to pull credit, and they had to you know give me uh, this, quote, loan for, for, 60, for five years. And, uh, and suddenly, FICO goes, oh. Oh, that's 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 going to. Yeah, not all good credit is bad. Is it not? Not all credit is good credit for your score, and Mm -hmm. certain types of credit really. Uh, degrade your credit score and those freebies like you go and buy a mattress and it's oh, financed yeah. for two years or you get yeah. a furnace or buy solar panels or whatever on your home <laughs> and it's fine all of that's considered c-grade credit and now that, you that will me. yeah that'll hammer your credit Where score were so you were surprised. three weeks ago <laughs> when i needed you well at least you're warm right <laughs> <Yeah. Furnace. laughs> all right credit you know what, I'm gonna, and on that note <laughs> i'm going to go to an email question here right. mark I have heard you say that the Pacific Private Money Fund's managers' interests are aligned with the investors. How? So when you invest in a mortgage pool fund, you want to take a look at um, how the fund earns money and how the manager earns money. Because basically, if they're a mortgage loan originator like we are, and there's hundreds of them in California, and many of them have uh, a mortgage pool fund uh, as a source of capital, um, but what's different um, is is the the income splits, how those are shared between uh, the manager and the fund. Now, we all make loans. We charge interest, and we charge origination fees, and we charge junk fees. And there's also late fees, and there's extension fees. There's all kinds of fees involved. And some fund managers um, will keep all of the origination fees, all of the late fees, all of the junk fees, all of the extension fees. The note interest will go into the fund uh, minus the servicing um, cost, and that's not unusual. And that would be considered potentially a, a misalignment between the manager and the fund member. Why? Well, because the fund manager, if he's not sharing origination fees uh, with the fund, uh, could, you know, could favor certain loans that are paying higher origination fees, but uh, maybe they had to drop the rate on there. So uh, at Pacific Private Money, when we say we have an alignment of interest between the manager and the fund shareholders, it's because we share all of the fees yeah, with fact, the fund, <clears throat> uh, including origination fees, extension fees, late fees. All of those fees are, are shared with the funds. There's no incentive for the manager to favor one loan over the other, other than the fact that we like certain loans for the fund because they're safer loans. We like the more conservative loans for the fund, whereas a more aggressive loan or maybe certain types of construction loans we might bring in an outside investor and not put it in the fund. So, okay, so Kate, case in point, mm-hmm. uh, there's a competitor. We'll, we'll not mention the name. Yeah, in Southern California. In Southern California. Has a fund. Has a fund. And uh, if I remember correctly, they keep, meaning the brokerage firm, the, the sponsor, yeah. keeps the first 2.5%, right? Of, of, of two, 2.5 and a half two and a half points, points earned on a loan. And, 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 and in California, it's hard to even get 2.5 yeah. points on a loan. I mean, it used to be we can get 3 uh, points 
easily on a loan uh, a couple of years ago, but but not so much anymore. So ergo, they're paying under seven percent. And maybe when they design that fund, it's possible that their average points uh, were maybe four. Maybe they were doing loans for ten percent, four points yeah, on but, average. But still, they could they could say, oh, Mister Borrower, it. or no, no, they could even say to Mister Borrower, listen, we'll only charge you two and three quarters points instead of four, but you're. Yeah. You know, right. We're going to, uh, to boost. Uh, so you want to look for an alignment of interest between the manager and the fund. And so things like that, where the, where the, where the manager is keeping all or most of the origination fees, that is a, that is an important sur- source of revenue on, on, on a loan. And so you want to look, you want to make sure that, uh, that there's, you know, parity among the fee splits. And again, not that's a, one that's thing. That's the best practice. Yeah. That, right. That's the best practice that we practice at Pacific private money. So, uh, as we're running, uh, short, on uh, this segment here, we'll uh, um, let you. We'll remind you again to check us out at PacificPrivateMoney.com. That's PacificPrivateMoney.com, or uh, call us on our four one five area code number four one five eight eight three twenty one fifty. We spend a considerable amount of time every day talking about the fund. So call yeah. us. It's a conversation. We won't ask you for money. We're just going to answer your questions and tell you how we make money for our happy, happy investors. <laughs> and they can use that phone number to. Register with NOM uh, for the event at Momo's. Yeah, uh, February 7th. Okay, and when we come back, uh, we have just a few minutes. I want you to talk about the private money loans website because that's kind of interesting. New website launch we're going to talk about. Yes, uh, yes uh, for those who want to buy loans directly. Okay, don't touch that dial. The Best of Investing will be right back with some closing comments. For more information on this program, call 888-912-1190. That's 888-912-1190. Or visit bestofinvesting.com. Now, back to the Best of Investing with your host, Edward Brown. Welcome back to the Best of Investing. Last time for today, I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with Mark Honf and Nam Fon of Pacific Private Money. Uh, we didn't have a trivia question, but uh, Mark, uh, tell the audience about a website called privatemoneyloans.com. So we're, we're really, um, uh, we, we mostly promote the Pacific Private Money Fund, our mortgage pool fund for investors. But we oftentimes meet new investors who say, you know what, I've invested in a lot of notes directly over the years. Do you guys allow direct note investments? And the answer is yes, we do. Uh, And more than that, we launched uh, in the fourth quarter last year a new website called privatemoneyloans.com. Private money loans, plural, dot com. And on that website, it's a, it's a note sale platform. And we're using that platform to sell off some of the notes that we have originated in-house um, at a um, fixed yield. And so for those of you who prefer uh, to be in, you know, more involved in your mortgage investing, uh, the mortgage pool fund is really designed for uh, passive investors and those who you know like to open up an account and add money to it. Uh, there's a lot of reasons to uh, uh, and there's a lot of benefits to investing in a fund. But if you're one of those who really like to be hands on, you like to invest in direct notes. You like to choose the property and the borrower. 
and uh, and maybe you've been you've got some experience in doing that. You can go to privatemoneyloans.com and register because uh, we do have to verify we're we're obligated to, to verify your suitability. But then you can look at the loans that we are selling. Uh, we are a licensed loan servicing agent, and we're currently servicing uh, uh, over a hundred million dollars in loans, uh, and we do offer them for sale uh, now and now and again to uh, to note buyers. So it's a great way. Website privatemoneyloans.com. What's the Check yield that people can expect? Well, there it's it's a function of the note rate. So we do keep a spread. Uh, it is our intellectual property, uh, um, of course, because we uh, these are uh, you know oftentimes they're repeat borrowers. Uh, but we've uh, we have vetted these loans uh, for uh, for the most part. We have already closed the loans. The loan is already closed and performing, uh, and it's available for sale and transfer to you. The note would be in your name, uh, and you would have all of the protections and uh, lenders' uh, title insurance policy, et cetera, all of, the, all of the mechanics that you normally expect if you're an experienced note investor. You get all of those through privatemoneyloans.com. The yields are going to be, I mean, right now, I think what we have on the, uh, up there is most of them are paying around 8%. So some will pay 75 some will pay 8 some will pay 85 It's going to be a function of the loan-to-value ratio, uh, the loan amount. Uh, the location, uh, you know, what you know, basically an assessment of the quality of the loan. The higher the quality, you're going to expect probably a, a, a shorter rate on that. And but, you uh, don't have to be an accredited investor for that one. You do not need to be accredited. You need to be accredited to invest in our mortgage pool fund. That's an SEC or a government law. That's not our law. But to invest in notes individually, you do not. Uh, it's a different qualification process, a little bit easier. Um, but uh, it's it's worth checking out. And so, and we've, you know, when we started out Pacific Private Money 10 years ago, um, all we did was was sell notes directly uh, to to the public. And, and uh, we, we launched the business with a handful of investors who like to invest in notes. Uh, and in fact, we still work with many of those investors today. But our, our primary focus is to grow our fund. Uh, but this uh, this new um, this new initiative that we have, privatemoneyloans.com, is uh, a, a way for us to to kind of, you know, still play in that market space uh, for people who have a strong preference for individual notes. And again, for more information? Uh, PrivateMoneyLoans.com. All right. Thank you, gentlemen, for uh, joining me once again. Absolutely. Thoughts for the day. Enjoy your own life without comparing it with that of another, said Marquis de Condorcet. Marky? Marky. <laughs> I used to call Marky. Marky. <laughs> Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch. Yeah. <laughs> and life is not measured by the number of breaths we take, but by the moments that take our breath away. <laughs> oh. Isn't that a good one? I like that one. All right. Uh, that's about it. Again, check out PacificPrivateMoney.com and also PrivateMoneyLoans.com. Want to tell the audience to tune in next week to the best of investing. We're going to be giving away more free prizes for answering trivia questions. Thanks for listening. On behalf of our team, I'm Edward Brown, wishing you the best of investing. So long. You've been listening to the best of investing with Edward Brown. For more information on this program, call 888-912-1190. That's 888-912-1190. Or visit bestofinvesting.com. And join us again next week for the best of investing on the Bay Area's business leader, 
AM 1220 KDLW. This radio broadcast is in no way an offer to sell securities except where applicable in states where we are registered or where an exemption or exclusion from such registration exists. Information discussed during this broadcast, whether stock quotes, charts, articles, or any other statement or statements regarding market or other financial information is obtained from sources which 